The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to My Brother, My Brother, Me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy, and I was just talking with my middle brother, Travis McElroy. Uh, you just went to Zen Church, Travis, correct? That is correct. And you and I have been told by you that your chakras are really right. You, they are gaping open. You oh, are, your, God. Your chakras are, your chakras are so sharp that Zena could throw them. That's right. right. That's that where we're correct. at. Um, now, I, I did have a question about... Um, uh, Zen Church, and and I think you're probably better equipped to answer it than my youngest brother, Griffin McElroy, who's also with us. Um, when you go, do you have to renounce Jesus and his teachings, or uh, how does that work? Well, I I wouldn't I wouldn't say renounce, <clears throat> but he is not allowed to come in with me. Uh, he has to sit on the stairs outside uh, and wait for me, like that scene in Peanuts when Snoopy has to wait outside the library for Charlie Brown and the music plays, uh, it plays, No Jesus Allowed. Yeah. Wow. Now, does he mind that? Is that hard on him? No, I give him some money uh, to grab an ice cream bar from the ice cream man when he passes, so he has a pretty good time. Okay, good. This podcast took a pretty sharp anti-Jesus turn pretty quickly. (laughs) Why? I'm giving him ice cream. How is that anti-Jesus? You know, I went to see my voodoo practitioner today, and you guys didn't see me going to talk to me about that. <laughs> you're really, a, you've been a hugely, hugely different personality-wise since you started. Every time I tried to eat a frog, you're like, hey, what are you What are you doing with that's, his gizzard? That's are racist. You, can I have his gizzard? That is, what? that thing you just said is racist. I Voodoo practitioners love gizzards, frog gizzards. They use them in everything. Snake. It's racist to voodoos? Is that? To the voodoo, to the voodoo people. Like me, <laughs> the booties, the 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 Creole. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> Jesus lives in my heart, and I never let him out. Mm-hmm. He's like a prison. You don't let him get ice cream. I don't let him get out for anything. Only the ice cream I, that Justin eats. <laughs> I'm afraid. I'm afraid he'll leave. He says I just he needs to get out to stretch his legs. I say no. He's staying there. He's a POW. <laughs> Prisoner, Prisoner of, of worship. Prisoner of worship. <laughs> so let's get to the advice. Uh, <clears throat> I'm 22 years old, and I've never been involved in any kind of sports due to the fact that I used to be rather overweight and hated any physical activity. Um, they never stopped Goldberg the goalie, but we'll move on. Uh, after deciding to lose some weight, I've dropped over 80 pounds and have found myself in an awkward situation. I want to get involved in team sports, but due to my lack of effort right growing up, I feel inept in any physical activities as running on my own. Not really a team sport. Uh, do you have any suggestions on sports I could easily pick up or ways to join a sports team and pretend that I'm good? That's from Inept in England. Hmm. And boy, have you come to the right place. Well, yeah. first, congrats on dropping 80 pounds. Yeah, Jesus great. Christ, dude. Is it that yeah, easy? Fantastic. Can I do that? Can I just be like, I decide to weigh 80 less pounds? Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like there's a couple steps in the middle there. Like, I decided right. to lose some weight, so I dropped 80 pounds. Bam. You willed it off. Yeah, right. Um, I, I, I don't know. First off, sports in England, you're I, I don't know what you guys are doing over there. So you're going to have to take our, our American advice, and maybe there's probably a... a a parallel sport for every sport that we recommend. Run it through Google Translator you, you or something. Got <laughs> cricket, you got cricket, you got crocket, you got darts, you got lawn darts. R- That's rugby huge over there. Rugby, darts, uh, extreme rugby, double extreme rugby, and boring rugby. And boring rugby. No See, hands, anybody. Thi- this is this thi- is this is no hands rugby. No hands, is- no feet rugby. <laughs> Um, the thing is, uh, you, you, there are, there are sports you could play if you're just a big fat guy without athletic talent. Like mm-hmm. you'd be, I, I, I know when I was playing midget league football, I, I was the center, which meant that I stood there. I was not aware of the rules of 
football. <laughs> and people just kept like, running into you. They kept running into me Whoa. and it would hurt. I'm like, ah, hey, excuse me, bro. I was standing there. Um, got me again. You could be, yeah, that's a great, center's a great position. I believe that was the position filled by Fridge, the refrigerator Perry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but he's not hes not big anymore. You know, Griffin, I'm almost certain his first name is not Fridge. <laughs> I don't think he's Fridge, nicknamed the refrigerator. I th- hey, I, thought- I got a great nickname for you, Fridge. <laughs> Let me guess. I thought that. It's Whirlpool. It was because he was shaped like a refrigerator. <laughs> and also his first name was Fridge. And so it was okay. like really logical. They joke. put two and two together. What about Warren, Warren the refrigerator sap? Uh, former Buccaneers <laughs> lineman. Um, John the refrigerator Elway. It's just a, yeah, it's a, it's the name that gets passed down. Chris, Chris the refrigerator Sabo. Oh, he needs another <laughs> sports. Maria sports the refrigerator Sharapova. Uh, um, you know, uh, as far as team sports, I know what you're saying because it's like a lot of people depend on you like catching the baseball mm-hmm. and knowing where to throw the baseball. Mm-hmm. That's why I didn't do very well i tried to join a softball team and and i would i would catch it i got good hand eye coordination from the vidya games but then i would catch it just sort of look panicked yeah (laughs) and And just drop it on the ground and go i don't want it i don't want it it's too much (laughs) not mine i always responsibility uh, my legs lock up like one of those fucking fainting goats whenever uh anyone pays any amount of attention to me which made (laughs) which made playing the infield in baseball really really terrifying because like Mm -hmm. it's a shortstop if you catch that ball and try to run it to third but then your legs lock up and you fall over and you poop your pants a little bit Mm -hmm. they won't let you play sports anymore the griffin mcroy story (laughs) (laughs) starring chris o'donnell coming to a theater near you do you guys have over in england do you guys have kickball do you guys do kickball because I yeah, find that's that that's really idea. easy to like just step into a game and like call your friends and be like, hey, you guys want to get together a kickball game? Mm-hmm. Like kickball is pretty good. It's not really. I don't think it qualifies as a sport. It's more of a game. But I think yeah. it'd be a good place to start. But it's a good place to like start learning the basics of like team sports and everything, and kind of get out there and get active. Here in mm-hmm. the Americas, we have social clubs. Um, in some mm-hmm. cities where you can come and play. There's actually two here in Austin, and one is for people who are actually good at sports, and I think they have, like, a softball league, and the other one is for people who just want to, like, drink and hang out outside uh, and, and play, like, kickball and the like. And so, the best is when the two of them compete for mm-hmm. the citywide trophy. You uh, it just gets rambunctious. You basically get a heavyweight duel scenario going on. They have a name for um, people who just want to drink and play outside. It's called All of Sports Ever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so. The good news is I found because I, you know, I, I too am not the biggest sports nut, but I find that you've probably got a friend that if you said to him, you know, I'm kind of interested in sports, he is just going to inundate you with help yeah. and facts. Yeah, get a and be sport like, friend. Oh, come on with me. Let's go down and watch a, a, a cricket bout. You know, it's funny, it, by definition, if you use, uh, about the phrase, I'm not a sports nut, is that if you actually use the phrase sports nut, it automatically disqualifies you from the distinction. Yeah. Unless you're Bob no Euchre. <laughs> if you're Bob Euchre, he can say he's a sports nut. Yeah, other than that, like, you don't like sports. <laughs> you're saying something you think someone likes sports says. <laughs> I'm a bit of a sports nut. I think you could call me a sports nut. Uh, one I might spend say, time at the BW3s. One could accurately classify me as a basketballman. <laughs> A soccerista, a soccerista in in your country, uh, of um, well, I don't know what they footballerino, football, footballist, I guess. Um, um, you know what's great? Lawn games. I don't know if you can yeah. solve your problem with lawn games, but lawn games are like sports. Only they don't require any movement whatsoever. And you can drink outside while you play them. And, like, the more you drink, the better you get at them. Yeah. You mean, like, Frisbee? No, I mean, like... Uh, ladder ball. Bagos and ladder ball and, uh, and washers and, and croquet. Croquet is Horseshoes. my new jam. If you guys haven't played croquet, go to Target, buy yourself a $30 croquet set, get a bunch of people together, drink mimosas, and play croquet all day. I oh would love God. it if croquet would have a big, like, resurgence. I'm trying to get it started here in, here in the ATX, but it's, mm-hmm. it's hard. It's hard. We're so separated from the rest of the country. What about, uh, I, uh, uh, no, I got nothing. <laughs> I like that honesty. Polo. Well. That's what I was going for. Polo. 
polo. We, we need more horse-based sports. Mm-hmm. That's we need to be more honest about the production of this show, Travis. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, so let me. So so when Griffin was talking about mimosas and croquet, uh, I should have just said some sort of Downton Abbey reference that I can't come up with. Yeah, I'm. There's something about the guy Carter. Is that his name? <laughs> Fuck. Mr. Bates. Mr. Bates. It's good. Croquet. God damn it. You got me. Um, so maybe try fencing. No one knows how you're really supposed don't to do, do that. that. Don't, yeah. don't fucking it's do just that. Sword fin- it's just sword fighting. Trapeze real- artist. Trapezing. No one knows how to do that. Now that, that you could get Jack. What if he broke his back? Put the weight right back on. You want that heat? Then it becomes a lifetime movie and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. The Griffin McElroy story. I lost my fat, back. but then I broke my back and I found it again. And then I felt <laughs> then down. I put my pants on my the infield a little bit while people watched me. The Griffin McElroy story. <laughs> and my pa- my fat is played by Jack Black. So <laughs> it's a pretty good movie. What's he doing? Nothing. Gulliver travels too. Still traveling. Um, How about a Yahoo? Hit me. This one was. This one was sent in by Lisa Hollifield. Thank you, Lisa. It's by Yahoo Answers user The Leviathan, who asks, How do you prepare for a staring contest? <laughs> I always get into a staring contest with my cousin when I see him, and I want to prepare to finally beat him over the holidays. What can I do to become a champ? This is a good sport you get into, right? Uh, step um, one, training montage. Mm-hmm. She loves her cousin, right? I mean, by staring contest, she means staring at her cousin who's yeah, staring at her. Just mm-hmm. deep F me eyes. Just oh, wanting to tra- break Travis. carnal laws. Travis. What? What? F me I'm eyes? Not, F me not, eyes. I censored myself. <laughs> I'm not surprised at you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Justin. Look, this is my brother and my brother in 2012. It's about honesty. Guys, I believe you said that. Valentine's Day is coming up. What can we do to make people's lovers give them F me eyes? <laughs> <laughs> Staring contest. You're gonna step one. You're gonna want to moisturize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, is applying visine during a staring contest legal? Is that allowed? As if, long as you don't blink. If it, you could do that blinkless. Then you're a fucking robot with robot eyes. Yeah. Oh, <coughs> robot eyes. Steve Forbes up in this bit. Stab, oh, robot eyes. Stab both your eyes out. Put uh-huh. some glass in there. Yeah. And you'll never, you, I don't think you'll have See to moisten again. them. Wait, do you yeah. mean just like shards of glass or like a fake eyeball? Glass eyeballs, not shards of glass. Okay, shards of glass is a very intimidating technique. Yeah. I don't see how that helps you. Uh, did can I get a clarification on this? Uh, I find that I travel all around this great, great blue globe, and people have different definitions of staring contests. Growing up in my neck of the woods, it was if you laugh, if you blinked, you yeah. lose. If you blunked, you were out. If yeah. you blunked, you're out. But a lot of people seem to roll with if you smile or laugh, you out. It's about keeping a straight face. Mm-hmm. No, what? Then that could just go on forever. See, Griffin knew what I was talking about, though. Griffin complete. Griffin's yeah, yeah. heard this. That's how we I know. Did I've, it. I've heard it. Do you know what it was? It was uh, a lot of kids were were doing it the the original, the the original full game version of mm-hmm. of uh, staring contest, uh, and they were going blind. They were just oh, yeah. they were just going blind, and so the the uh, the academia. The, mm-hmm. the, the public education system of this great nation of ours uh, sort of enforced the second the second rule set and taught that to my generation um, so that our perfect peepers would, would remain. Um, and then when that started to get boring, they mm-hmm. introduced pogs. Mm-hmm. They actually recorded a lot of, there was a lot of public awareness. The same people who did uh, I'm Not Gonna Play Sun City mm-hmm. uh, did a tribute song. Mm-hmm. Um, if you care, please don't stare. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was that was uh, kind of swept the airwaves. Lionel Richie, I think, co-wrote that with Andrew Dice Clay, mm-hmm. which was kind um, of a weird. Pairing. And then there was the one uh, stop and think, and then take a blink. Yeah, um, right. I really like that one. Who co-wrote that, Trav? Because I, I was trying I to remember. I think that was Elton John um, uh-huh. and Billy Joel together. It was amazing. Okay. Yeah. Um, there was uh, a, a a redo of the Donald O'Connor song "Make Him Laugh" uh, uh-huh. called "Make Him Laugh: uh, Colon the New Rule Set for Staring Contest." <laughs> right. <laughs> who, for God's who, sakes, make him laugh. Mm-hmm. Who co-wrote that? I forget. Uh, it was originally written by Donald O'Connor, but the new version was written by Rosie O'Donnell. 
<laughs> and <Wow>. Donald Loge. <laughs> That's weird. That's weird. And I know that there was, there was another one. Um, song for about uh-huh. bl- blinking <laughs> laugh. <laughs> laugh. And that one was by Tears for Fears. Mm-hmm. That one was by Tears for Fears and the um, an infant lady Gaga. <laughs> Embryo Gaga. I basically wanted to say Infant Lady Gaga and didn't come up with the part with the song. So I kind of, I don't know if you guys could notice, but I kind of flubbed my way through that. Uh, no, so no, I you totally it. covered it. Welcome to Did the Mabim Bam Sausage Factory. <laughs> We're taking you inside with director's commentary Going this week. Deep. 20, 2012. Deep cut. <coughs> Sorry, guys. I've got a lot of coughs. Okay. You should get all Fight those coughs out. Find a head cold. I'm zinking up. Um, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm doing everything. I got my uh, acai. I got my my blackberry. It's, it is I got pronounced my, acai. Acai. Mm-hmm. I, okay, I got my acai. I got my blackberry. I got everything that I need. Can I make a wreck? Um, yeah, please. Can I drop me. a wreck on you? Hit me, Goji. Goji. Is Goji? That oh, it tastes like fish jizz. But oh man, <laughs> is it gonna? That's f- called the row. It is going to fix you up right. Ah, and then maybe you right. need to get flavor blasted. You can flavor blast the goji. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't found anything that you can put in the goji to make it palatable. But um, but good luck to you. Yeah. Hey, uh, one of my best friends wants me to take a trip to Chicago with her. I've never been there before, and it seems like a pretty cool place, to which I'm sure Griffin could attest. Yep. So, naturally, I'm totally down. However, there's a twist. My friend is planning on bringing her boyfriend, and now I'm wondering whether or not I should really be going. Can you guys please advise me on how to navigate the perils of third wheeldom, and whether a trip I'd take, uh, whether a trip I'd like to take is worth the potential awkwardness that could be incurred? And that's from the Vancouver Voyager. Um, important detail here that they left out. This is a guy asking the question. Okay. So it's a guy and his female best friend and her boyfriend. Oh yeah. So it's mo- oh god, I'm I'm so glad you clarified because yes, that is going to be kind of weird. Yes. So it's more like the Vancouver voyeur. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he plays his cards right. Now, I this is the one before we get too into it. I will say this. If the friend invited you first and the plan was like the two of you as friends were going to go to Chicago and then the boyfriend got invited along, that's a different situation. Then, hey, my boyfriend or I are going to go to Chicago. Would you like to go with us? And if it depends on, see, here's the thing: it depends entirely on what kind of dude the boyfriend is. Yeah. Um, and the fact that you're writing us to ask makes me think that he's not the kind of dude that you want to go on a road trip with with his girlfriend, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if it's just I, a cool guy who's like, "Yeah, man, whatever, let's go hang out, all three of us. Come on, we'll go see a movie." Yeah, no is it going to be like Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Yeah, and your Cameron. Oh, perfect. Right. I'll tell you the kind of guy he is. <clears throat> He's the kind of guy who said, you're going to Chicago with Kevin? Yeah, right. I'm coming with you. Oh, that's I, true. I can't leave you on watch. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how it shook out. And 100%. So I would guess, just to infer here, um, that the girl and the boyfriend have only been together like six months. Oh, my God. We are f- fucking Sherlocking this. I know, we right? Are giving I've been this... reading How to the Baskervilles, and I'm on point. We are giving this the Cumberbatch <laughs> treatment. <coughs> Um, so I would say, like, even if there were no layers of, like, being a third wheel, you don't want to go because I don't think this guy likes you. Or at least he doesn't trust his girlfriend with you or something along the lines where it, it's awkward for levels I don't even think you realize yet. It is a trip you'd like to take. But if it's really a trip you'd like to take, you wouldn't be asking us about it. Yeah. You would just be going. There's something deep down in you that knows mm-hmm. you're not going to have a fun time. It's going to be weird. Yeah. Also, if you're planning on fucking going in the middle of February, stop. Like, don't do that. Chicago's awful then. Also, I went in, I went in April and it was still pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah. Um, wait until July or something. That's when that city starts popping uh, off. But And, man, if you really want to go, you could still go. Like... It's not like it's a hard-to-get-to destination, you know? If you're like, you know, I really want to go, I really want to visit Chicago, but maybe this opportunity isn't the opportunity for you. Maybe you set up your own trip with a friend. I thought you were restating for her that even if we said she couldn't go, she could still go. Like, 
No, no, no. What we say is binding. Our Our, our word is law. Legally binding decision that we're making here. Hey, he he wrote in. This was his mistake. He shouldn't have asked if he wanted to go. Right. If you're you're just worried because of the the social norms, it, it really depends on the dude. So mm-hmm. if the dude's yeah. cool, then then there's there's no reason not to. But I think you know the dude's not cool. Yeah. Also, the, the, the sleeping arrangement. Really cool. where, what's the housing? Are you staying like in a hotel, mm-hmm. or do you guys know people there, or what's the deal? Because if you're staying in a hotel and all three of you're going to be sharing a room, I, that I think that is the deal breaker right there. Yeah. Um, I, I really do. Th- I mean, like you know if it's going to be good or not. Like you know. Trips are expensive and they mm-hmm. take a long time, so if you have doubts now, like just hold off. Yeah, mm-hmm. wait till they break up and then swoop swoop on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. you know the situation better than we do, and the fact that you wrote in, I yeah, think is never stopped us before. That's true, but I think that we can all agree that the fact that this guy wrote in and asked means he knows the answer is not to go. But Chicago's so, so dope, though. Yeah, so go another time. Go by not yourself. in February. Yeah, go by yourself. Strike up a conversation with somebody. Just have you ever seen Midnight in Paris? Just be like that. Midnight in Chicago, mm-hmm. or or Lost in Translation, and go Look and for like meet Scarlett Johansson. Or before sunrise, mean, like, before sunset, both of them. <laughs> Fall in love with a stranger on the on the L train. It's gonna happen for you. Big things. Twenty twelve. Twenty does. Meet Upton Sinclair. He's from Chicago, right? I don't. I don't know. Sure. I think he had John Updike. I can never keep the two of them straight. Yeah, guys. This Yahoo. Griff, this Yahoo answer was. Should I? Should we Yahoo it? Yeah, I was about to ask you for one, and then you fucking incepted me. All right, sh- I love it. This Yahoo is sent by Lisa Holifield. Thank you, Lisa. Oh, Lisa is becoming you. quickly our our top gold contributor. Uh, mm-hmm. This question was asked by Rezixion. R e z x i a n. Rezixion. Or perhaps Rejan. Um, oh no, Rejan. Gucci, Gucci, Vinny, 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 Vinny Potter. Crayshon <laughs> asks. <laughs> Gucci, 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 marijuana. Um, what's up with these basic bitches? <laughs> Rejan asks if you could assassinate any of the characters of Saved by the Bell, who would it be and how? <laughs> Zach, oh. Slater, Screech, Kelly, Lisa, Jesse, or Mr. Belding? I feel like that's really limiting because you're leaving out Max and Tori uh, and whatever the character was that uh, King or Queen's wife played. Oh, somebody did some some quick Google research, I think. <laughs> I did. I'm looking at the Saved by the Bell wiki right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Makes me and sad that that exists, but go on. I've been saved by the internet. Okay. And... Oh, what was her name? Leah Remney. Who did you play? She played, um... Uh... It's real, some, really good. I'm going to see if... It doesn't matter. Stacy Carosi. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Carosi. There it was. Um, I would have to go with... Probably A.C. Slater. Oh, my God. You actually, Why would you kill You actually Slater? answered it. Yeah, why would I kill A.C. Slater? Um, I don't know. Why? It would be like traveling back in time to kill Hitler when he was a baby. I would kill A.C. Slater so that he couldn't go on to host all the Miss America past. And do all that genocide. (laughs) Do all that preppy-related genocide. Oh, that was, I'm sorry, that was in Saved by the Bell, the college years. You probably didn't get to that that subplot. Uh, I'll probably get to that here in a little bit. Uh, Can I kill all of the cast members of Saved by the Bell, the new class? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that's for, what it was for their own good. Not the college years. God damn. No, there well, was college know. years. There was college years, and there was also a new class. Well, you know, the funny thing about this is that this is actually how um, "Good Morning, Miss Bliss" ended was with the assassination of Miss Bliss, mm. and it was the catalyst of of Saved by the Bell. That's how Saved by the Bell started. Mm. As Haley I'm going Mel- over Haley, this, Haley Mel's character, Miss Bliss, was assassinated. As I'm going over this wiki, one of my my favorite things that I've learned is that. The creators and writers and the producers and everything don't give two shits about continuity in the Saved by the Bell <laughs> universe. Because, like, so they, they canceled Good Morning Miss Bliss after, like, 12 episodes and relaunched it to Saved by the Bell. And so then when they sold it into syndication, they just kind of wrapped the Good Morning Miss Bliss episodes into it. 
And they're like, fuck it, no one will notice. And nobody did. They're kids, yeah, they Donald. They're kids. <laughs> kids are stupid. They just love Zach's hair. And they love romance between him and Kelly Kapowski. Did you see he said, time out. And he had like a phone and shit. It's awesome. But I would, I would, of course, assassinate Zach. Because you do that, the infrastructure crumbles, and you can slip in there. And then you're the cool guy. You yes, can't but let what, anyone know you did What it. you're failing to take into account, Justin, is that all of this is the dream of, of, Scott, of, Zach, of Zach Morris. Oh, shit. He's staring into a snow globe. <laughs> While his dad and mom sit in the corner going, he just stares at it all day long. <laughs> when he when he freezes time, he actually is talking to his therapist. <laughs> yeah. We need to consider this question a little more deeply because um you Wait, don't hold on. Sorry to interrupt. Is it possible that all the characters on Saved by the Bell represent different aspects of Zach Morris's psyche? And Screech is like his nerdy, like self-conscious side, and Jesse is like his empowered feminist side, mm-hmm. and AC Slater is like his jock, like you know, powerful manly side. And Mr. Belding's I his th- impotent side, <laughs> his <laughs> bonerless side, and Max is his magician side. Mm. <laughs> I think the problem with your theory is that uh, Lisa Turtle, Turtle Turtle was on the show, uh-huh. and I think we could all agree that Zach did not have a black side. <laughs> Okay, you got me. Uh, okay. There's no, there's nothing. You poked holes through my theory. Let's let's back up really quick because first off, I don't think you assassinate a Saved by the Bell character. I think you can only murder them. I think <laughs> I think if you kill Zach or AC Slater, it's a murder and not an assassination, right? What's the difference? Uh, I thought you were going to say that you can't murder them because they're all vampires. <laughs> well, that, but I, I don't know. You can know. only slay them. You assassinate a, a king or a political figure, <laughs> but you murder a high school student. I would assassinate Senator Zach Morris. <laughs> <laughs> I, to, I mean, to be, to be fair, Zach is basically the king of Bayside High. <laughs> I think he may have even referred to himself as such. Uh, Justin, uh, point of order, if you remember, Zach is actually of Native American descent, so he would have been chief of Bayside High. Ah, that's true. That's, yes. That's, that's, that's As we true. learned from the terrific episode in which Zach ran track for all of one episode. Yeah, they got kind They're of kids, Donald. They won't notice. <laughs> Fuck it, Donald. Kids. They all Forget look the same. Um, that's actually how the high school wars were started, is that uh, uh, Archduke Zach Morris was assassinated <laughs> by one of the cast of California, <laughs> the cast of California Dreams. <laughs> actually assassinated Archduke Zach Morris, and that was the start of... And the pro- uh, the problem is is that the the kids from California Dreams had a signed uh, treaty with the cast of Hang Loose mm-hmm. that sure. said that in the event of war, you have to fight with us, and, you know, it, right. pretty soon it just got really The, the Zach Attack Proclamation. Mm-hmm. Right. That's we correct. All, all recall. Let's play a game called <laughs> The Shot Heard Round Bayside. Let's play a game called Who on Yahoo Answers Scares the Shit Out of Me the Most. Okay. Is it Best Answer Submitter Aunt Yana who replies, AC Slater? I don't know how, but I'd make it painful. Whoa. Okay. Is it Cutie Pie1987 who says, Kelly, suffocation on pom poms? Wow. Is it Chris okay. who said, Screech, I would choke him. I hate his voice. Jesus Christ. Was it James A? It was James A who responded, I would handcuff them all together in a circle. Then I would stand in the center wearing body armor and drop a live hand grenade. Whoever lived would be subsequently beheaded. Wow. I would watch that movie. Dear internet, this is Travis. We're breaking up. Jesse. It's been a good run. Jesse, I'd make her watch Showgirls over and over again until she killed herself. Wow. Hey, everybody. Maybe you don't remember, but Saved by a Bell, you loved it. You were yeah. kid. You loved it. You had good times. And What's the fair, matter with you? To be fair, uh, Elizabeth Berkeley already committed career suicide with, save, with uh, Showgirls. So yeah, and, really and if you're wondering what the number of times she would have to watch Showgirls to kill herself is, it's 1.2. Guys, yeah. <laughs> Bryn McDonald 2005 said, Jesse, because she was one of the ones who left for most of the show and returned only till the end for Kelly and Zach's wedding. I would have her fall out her window room. Wow. Ke- Jesse, you fair weather bitch. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, she's there when she, it suits her. Yeah. 
I would uh, kill Tori Scott because clearly she is a phantasm. Uh, can we just kill nobody? Can we not kill anybody on this fictional kids show? You fuck. It's, it's over. And the fact that the show no longer persists, although you know that you know that reunion special is just around the corner. I, America's dying. You're for not. It. You're of course not counting my fan fiction, correct? Oh no no no! That's a that's in a splinter universe. Okay, that's, thank you. That's canon. That's canon T for Travis. I'm mm-hmm. talking about canon B for Bayside. Do you think okay. that uh, Dustin Diamond? Canon. Do you think Dustin Diamond will be allowed into any sort of reunion special after having publicly smeared doo doo on a woman's face? <laughs> <laughs> well, that is so screech. So. It is not screech, sir. <laughs> Something screech would have done sir, in my I, I, I protest. <laughs> I, guys, I'm not kidding you. There are dozens of answers on here that are like, Screech, he's so annoying. Like, you guys don't have to watch Screech anymore. <laughs> You're safe now. You if, you see, if you see Screech at all, it's by your own Screech because he haunts my nightmares. How was your day? Pretty bad. It got Screeched over. It's just like he kept, he was in my periphery the whole time. Why Maybe. haven't I changed my desktop wallpaper? <sighs> Maybe these are people uh, talking about how annoying Dustin Diamond is because they're frequent visitors to the Chipotle in Petaluma. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he's like, beans or beef? And I'm like, I sort of leap across the counter and fucking murder him. Griffin, in those answers, how many of them are like Zach Morris because I love him so much and if I can't have him, nobody can? I, I, I want to put him in a jar. In my basement. <laughs> Brock Coon. Um, nobody did. Nobody? Mostly just Screech or Jesse. Or the hand, yeah, I the say, hand grenade. I would say Kelly Kapowski, the... and I'd kill her with kisses. Oh, And suffocate her with pop. Oh, that's just horrifying. No, you took a wrong turn. My friend just got dumped after a little over a month. His lady seemed to be really great for him, but things just went sour. But now, the proper time of mourning is over, and I need a friend back. Brothers... Should I force feed my dear friend his first bite of the recovery sandwich? And that's from Need My Friend in New York City. Uh, I think in the rules of the recovery sandwich, I don't think it's something you can force feed. Oh, that's not Mm. true. You think? I think by the very nature of the recovery sandwich, it's something somebody's forced feed you. Yeah, I think more often than not, it's force fed. Hmm. Here's here's my problem with this question, New York City. Um, I, I... the intent is is maybe noble, but your motivation is is all screwy. Yeah. Um, everything I'm hearing from you is is about what you need and how you need your friend back and what you, you know, what he is to you. Like, if you want him to to break out of the funk, it has to be, it has to be about him wanting him to get out of it, or like him wanting to get out of it, or you wanting him out of it because it's what's best for. Yeah for him and and that's not what i'm hearing right now let's all just acknowledge that <clears throat> the elephant in the room uh, uh, that being that you are probably the reason that his relationship didn't work out now what are you basing that on griffin um it's it's what he he needs it so much he needs him and uh, when you get a need that that's that that is that strong and that deep you get that's a guaranteed dupree okay so you're not <laughs> saying that the end of the he caused it by like cheating with the girl on him. Just no, his he, very presence. He, I have not seen you, me and Dupree, but I don't think that cheating happens. I just no. think that there's a there's a there's an anchor that weighs that ship of love down to the bottom of the ocean, and that anchor <laughs> is Dupree. You know, I also have not seen you, me and Dupree, but I'm almost certain that it doesn't end with the woman leaving and Dupree saying, "Well, at least we still have each other." Justin, did you see you, me and Dupree? Can you clear this up for us? I I saw Marmaduke. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh huh. And at the end of that, he's a dog acting like a human. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say at the end of that he gives a synopsis of you, me, and Dupree. <laughs> at the end of it, he's like, "Well, I guess we've all learned a lot here, but not as much as I learned watching me, you, me, and Dupree." In that charming film, Mister Sarah Owen Wilson. So wait, okay, I need hold back up. You, all me, right. and Dupree. Uh-huh. Okay. Marmaduke. Uh-huh. Gotcha. And the Mar- one where he No, Mar- Marley and me. What is what is his game? What what is he playing at? Marley and me is like a remix of those two movies, but it came out before Marmaduke. Mhm. What's his story? Wait. 
Is Marmaduke in Marley and Me? Because if so, I'll watch that movie. No, but it's, it's part of the a... Marley and Me uh, verse. Right. <laughs> the Marley verse? It's Canon M. It's Canon M of the Marmaduke is the Lobo to Marley's <laughs> Superman. Right. You know, um, have you seen uh, Marley and Me Terrible Twos? Yeah. What? Is that the, a thing? The, yeah, the I watched sequel. that in back-to-back with uh, Space Buddies. <laughs> it's... It's a it's a prequel to Marley and Me, even though everybody knows that in Marley and Me, the dog fucking dies. So here's the prequel of this dead ass dog as a puppy. Also, Owen Wilson is there and he's staying at his friend's place with his girlfriend. Things get real awkward. <laughs> so back to the recovery sandwich. Back to the recovery sandwich, you philanderer. Uh, <laughs> that's not the right word. You philanthropist. That's you philanthropist. Um. Yeah, I think I think your motivations are whack, but you should still still do this for him. He's re- he's ready. How long has it been? A month. A month. He may not be ready. <laughs> I yeah, I was gonna say it also <laughs> depends on how long the relationship was. My yeah. friend just got out of a seven year long relationship. It's been a month. Come on, buddy. I know that. I know what I said a second ago, but he meant. You know what? He may just be stretching his bachelor legs. You know, he may mm-hmm. just be enjoying eating Hot Pockets and watching, you know, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger movies till 3 o'clock in the morning. What does he mm-hmm. care? Yeah, uh, I know whenever I got dumped, I, all I did was chew down on some Lean Pockets and watch Junior over and over again. <laughs> I just watched Twins and cried yeah, for so many reasons. I always knew when Griffin had been eating Lean Pockets and watching Junior because he'd call me at 3 in the morning and say, I just want a baby. Uh, <laughs> my biological <laughs> clock is ticking. <laughs> I'm 19. I'm a- <laughs> my man womb is barren. <laughs> <coughs> I'll never feel what it's like to have a life inside me besides these lean pockets. Is the bigger uh, is the bi- is the bigger stretch logically required that a man gets pregnant in that movie or that Arnold Schwarzenegger is a scientist? <laughs> <laughs> It's harder to believe. Like mm. it's sort of like jingle all the way. Is it hard to believe a man would turn a town upside down for a single action figure and fight Sinbad for it, or that Arnold Schwarzenegger is a dedicated father? <laughs> What's harder to wrap your mind around? That's the problem with any Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he's not like ripping enemy skulls out of their yeah. out of their heads. There's something to be it. said about playing against type, but right, man, I don't buy um, it. Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's a philanderer, right? That's yes, the right. That's the right yes. thing. You've done that correctly. He is also a philanthropist. I would assume he makes a good deal of money. Uh, so maybe make your friend watch Junior. That doesn't help. I, I think no. after a month, he may not be ready to get back in the game. He will let you know. I mean, I, I, I just, I don't know. For you're right, Travis. It's all about how long the relationship was. Yeah, a month. That might be pushing it. I think you could present the recovery sandwich to him. And say, like, hey, I'm thinking about maybe taking a trip to, I don't know, where are you? Are you in New York? Whatever. Yeah, yeah so you could say, like, down to Atlantic City, you know, or maybe someplace that doesn't suck. But, like, Whoa. sounds like, sounds like crappy swingers. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's have a shitty swingers moment. Um, but, you know, maybe, like, try to set things up. And if he's like, no, man, I'm not in the mood. I don't want to do it. I think that it's been short enough that you have to respect that that this isn't the time to like drag him out of his house you know i don't know a month is a long time and you're gonna everyone dies so i just take him out to a shitty club and just i see what happens yeah let's just mix it up um and you know what he's never going to be more attractive to the opposite sex than when he has no interest in being in a relationship so mm-hmm. now's the t- time to strike where the iron is um, lonely. lonely. So cold. So, so cold. very, very cold. So cold. So ice, ice cold. Um, we we have a lot of famous friends uh, that we've helped recover from bad relationships. And the way we ask that they repay us is by sending in a question to us. Uh, this week we have a second question by our good buddies uh, Chuck and Josh from Stuff You Should Know. So let's uh, let's check it out right now. Hello, uh, this is Josh, and that's Chuck from Stuff You Should Know, the podcast. That's and, right. And we, we have, well, you go ahead, Chuck. I have a question, uh, and guys, from my brother, my brother and me, thank you for having us on. Yes, thank and you. And allowing us to ask you this question. Uh, Josh refuses to take part in this question, but I would like to know, 
what the deal is with male grooming. Um, and I'm not talking about eyebrows and ear hair and nose hair and head hair. I'm talking about other kinds of male grooming. And again, I want to make this point. This is Chuck's question. I reject any participation in this question, but I'm just glad to be on. I'm looking for tips, guys. Josh, first off, I want first thank you, gentlemen. Josh, I want to say you made the right call, not getting involved there. The, the, Chuck's driving this driving this steamship. Uh, you just need to to let him navigate into these waters. Um, but but we're here. There's nothing we won't talk about. Don't I don't think you should be ashamed of of your flora, as it were. Nope. Um, or if you don't have any down there and haven't been able to your entire life, that's nothing to be ashamed of. There's nothing to be ashamed of wearing a merkin. Oh, why? Now, what is that? A merkin? It's a pubic wig. You know what it is. <laughs> they wear them in the movies. Yeah, like a hair donut. Why? Oh, no. Why? Yeah, deal with that image. Why? 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 Be, why wouldn't you? No, why? In this, any of it. Why? Do you know it? Why does it exist? Why do I know it? <laughs> <laughs> why to all? Why? <laughs> it's just why over and over just again. Just across the board, why? What do you think people talk about at Zen Church? <laughs> And now, as we breathe peacefully and sit <coughs> quietly, let us think on the humble Merkin. <laughs> Check this out. Merkins. <laughs> consider the, consider What's the deal the, with Merkins? Consider the Merkin. You Align know, it. You know, I didn't really get into World of Warcraft until they let you be a Merkin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a Merkin sh- warlock that is just unbeatable. Um, listen, sometimes a lady plays... A, a, a lady actress in the 70s and they need a merkin down there mm-hmm. that's just that's just that what did you think it was justin weta works do you think it was hollywood magic <laughs> cgi huh so i get i could pe- i could tell the ladies that i'm trying to invent like a merkin bald cap and i'm i'm prototyping it would that be a believable scenario that i could try to, to put out there on the I am learning more about you. <laughs> Are you looking for an excuse to be baby smooth down there? Uh, yes. Yes. It, yeah. I think I, you either got to go bear, bear merkin prototype or horrible fire accident. Yeah. Oh, but horrible fire accident while saving a child from a burning building. With my With penis. penis. <laughs> <laughs> Grab on. We got to get out of here. Go on. The chopper, the, the ladder hanging from the helicopter isn't long enough. I know. I know. Grab my Merkin. Oh, no, it tore off. <laughs> Superman, you a freak. <laughs> you nasty, oh, Superman. You nasty. Uh, uh, can we give Chuck anything actionable? Go with the high top fade. Okay. Carve your basketball do. number. In there. You go down. You go down to Early's Barbershop and hey, tell me you want a number th- a number three with a light- number three with burns. Number three with burns and a lightning bolt <laughs> shaved in. I, oh. As I see it, you got two options. You either go full blown laissez faire like Van Morrison, <laughs> Super Bush, uh-huh. <laughs> or. Uh, you fucking burn and salt the earth down there. You 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 do psychological warfare down there. Yeah, Agent, uh-huh. Agent Orange. <laughs> Shit. Oh, I, man, I could give real advice, but I just don't want to. Yeah, I don't want you to either. <laughs> fucking weird motherfucker. Keep it to yourself and your merkins. Ask your partner. <laughs> what style they prefer? <laughs> so gross. Oh no! Oh no! Okay. Ask about erotic cornrows. <laughs> what is the most sensuous way I could touch your undercarriage? How can I maintain my masculinity in a way that pleases you, my lover? <laughs> Check out this sexy perm. I got it permed. It's like Gabe Kaplan down there. <laughs> it looks like I got Gabe Kaplan in a scissor hold. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You know, having Gabe Kaplan in a scissor hold is how I won the Celebrity Poker Tournament in 1888. <laughs> That's true. Can I, can I leave? Can we all leave? It would be a question that I'd like to ask you. Um, let's, let's do one more Yahoo question. <sighs> yeah. The, this one 
Um, this one was sent in by Liam Dines. Thank you, Liam. It's by Yahoo Answers user Timinator, who asks, how would it make you feel if your partner kept constant, unblinking eye contact with you during lovemaking? He's talking about them F me eyes. <laughs> yeah. He's also talking about a staring contest. <laughs> yeah. A sexual staring. Well, in the animal kingdom, that usually implies a challenge. I would feel not good, I guess. <laughs> I guess I would feel sad. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I would feel out of place. Um really put out like if it was a person i cared deeply about and then they dropped that bomb on me like i didn't i don't know how i'd respond to it if they were doing i'm li- i feel like i would just every couple seconds go it i'm no but seriously is there something i can help you with mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you need what do you need that i'm not providing for you is there something you'd like to share what what does that look mean i'm gonna go if there is one place i want a lady to look during lovemaking it is above me at the poster of Scott Bakula. <laughs> Scott Bakula giving a big thumbs up, but just says you're doing it right. You when I, I when Griffin was 13, he finally discovered himself and turned from an oh boy into an oh man, and <laughs> it was a really proud day for all of us. Um, I I asked this question on Twitter uh, the other day, and I don't think anybody took me seriously, but I was I was watching Quantum Leap, and it was uh. The first episode, I believe in season two, where he jumps into the body of a woman, and I asked, is it okay to be, arou- to be aroused by that? For I mean, obviously, it's, a, it's okay to be aroused by anything, but as, as me, a, a, a young heterosexual man, is it like, it's like Scott Bakula, but a pretty lady. That's the best of both worlds, isn't it? Right, because you can hang, you can pilot the Enterprise... You could talk to Ziggy. Talk to Ziggy, whatever. And, and maybe God? <laughs> it's it's still unclear. Griffin, does he still look like Scott Bakula? Is this one of the things where he looks in the mirror and Here's the, the thing, you would, have to, you would have to have some sort of mirror apparatus where that's all you saw. Wait, wait, or wait. maybe it's not, if it, depending wait, on Wait, are you flavors. saying that you wouldn't be able to do it unless you could constantly remind yourself <laughs> visually that it is, in fact, Scott Bakula? There's a lot of questions here, okay? Let's not just jump to conclusions, because, okay, he's way bigger than the lady that he was in the movie, yet he's still in, in, the, in the episode, but he still put on her shoes. Hmm. So he must have a lady's body. Yes. Because because Al sees him as the lady, and he's aroused by it, and he doesn't know how to handle it. Sort of like the, the choppy waters I'm navigating right now. Right. Because uh-huh. he sees the lady. I I kind of, I want to point something out, Griffin. You, the fact that you're struggling with this is kind of like the people who still want to kill Screech. Like, you, <laughs> you don't have to be encountering this quandary right now. I watched this episode yesterday. Okay. Griffin, is it possible? I mean, I feel like this is... Something you could easily just pretend away, you know, just have a girl say, hey, I'm really Scott Bakula. Or I think I'm just going to have to, does anybody have the contact information for executive producer Donald Belisario? <laughs> just I, do what I do. Go to the set of NCIS and wait to be cast as a corpse. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually how I connect with him. It's sort of like the bat signal for, for really untalented people. <laughs> can, can I just call up Scott Bakula? I bet he could talk me through this. I, be, I bet he's handled this situation before. If you got, <laughs> I, I will. oh, you got a bad case of the number twenty sixes, huh? Uh, All right, Scott, I might be in love with you. Help. Does okay. Scott Bakula have his own advice podcast <laughs> that we could reach out to? And my Bakula, my Bakula, and me. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually worked with him on "It's Not Worth the Prize If You Can't Shut Your Eyes." Uh, mm-hmm. A tribute song that, uh, that the two of us wrote <laughs> back back a long time ago. So uh, back when everybody discovered that was making you blind, so I could probably get in touch with him. I've only got yeah. his, I've only got his pager number, so we'll have to hope that that's all. <laughs> Backless having a little trouble moving into the twenty first century. <laughs> well, and what's funny is to get his pager to work, he has to whack it with like the palm of his hand every so often. Yeah. What if that you know that's it? By the way, you know that's his ringtone. <laughs> you know it, hundred <laughs> um, percent. So this has been our our advice podcast slash bacula fanfic slash uh, testicular grooming oh, show. My brother, a, my brother other, another point is it bacula or bacula like Dracula? It's bacula like Dracula. 
Yeah. Okay, because I say Bacala, and that's a point of some case. I honestly, Griffin, I think to each his own. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I feel like a Bacala would be cool either way. Tomato to motto. Um, so thank you for so much for listening. Uh, we put out a new show every Monday. Uh, so if you could, you know, tell your friends, ask them to subscribe. Uh, we need your questions. If you need help navigating life's choppier waters, uh, email mbmbam at maximumfun.org, and we will set you up with some wisdom. Um, mm-hmm. We've got samples on YouTube. You can search for MBMBAM. I just put a new uh, MBMBAM mini called Cake Boss, which is about, or Ghost Boss, which is about exactly what you'd expect. Um, best way to get the inside scoop on those when those go live is to either join up on our Facebook fan page, which you can find exactly how you think, or uh, follow us on Twitter. It's at MBMBAM. I want to thank uh, John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song It's a Departure, which plays at the beginning of our show and is incredible. Uh, you can listen to that, Jim, and other Jims like it on the album Putting the Days to Bed, uh, which I expect everybody owns at this point, but if not, get get you some. Uh, and I'd like to thank our buddies uh, Chuck and Josh from the Stuff You Should Know podcast uh, from HowStuffWorks.com. Mm-hmm. If you've never checked it out, do it now. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, they just did an episode on the moon not too long ago that I listened to. So if you'd like to spend a half hour thinking about Portal 2, um, you should go and listen to Stuff You Should Know. Um, uh, and check out the other shows in the, the, the Maximum Fun podcast. The Jordan Jesse Go, Bullseye, uh, 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 Stop Podcasting Yourself. Um, Judge John, John Hoffman, yeah. Thanks. Get them all. Collect them all. Thanks to everybody tweeting about the show this week. Uh, Tom Knop Tom, uh, E.S. Bunton, uh, Costy Bizzle, Jimmy the Sip, our our dear friend Porter Robinson, um, spreading the word ab- about the program. Um, uh, Ryan Pequin, Babylonian, everybody. Jeff Shearer. Um, all of our all of our dear friends who tweet with the NBA hashtag, we really, really, really appreciated it. We Thank appreci- you all. We appreciated it and continue to appreciate mm-hmm. it. So and may appreciate it in the future. It's hard to say. <laughs> um, so and uh, keep keep an eye out for something that may be coming out this week, which would can we tease it? I think um, something of the more musical variety maybe keep it locked Mm -hmm. to our twitter feed and find out there will be a little bit of chopping and a little bit of screwing and if you play it at the right time with your lady a lot of bit of screwing Mm -hmm. (laughs) and if you're and if you're a psychopath murderer a lot of chopping too But uh, follow us, and you might want to follow our friend Rocky Horror because I don't know, maybe he's uh he's at Rocky he's a Horror. cool guy. He's a cool yeah. guy, and there's no no other reason. Mm-hmm. Beep boop beep boop beep. Uh, and uh, we haven't mentioned it in a while, but uh, you know, if you want, you know, subscribe and rate and review on iTunes, we continue to appreciate that as well. It's cool too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and that's everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna finish it. Do I'm it. Gonna kill it. This final Yahoo, it was sent in by Tim. Thank you, Tim. It's by Yahoo Answers user Good Time Charlie, who asks, "How long should I sit on the loo to chase these Tuesday blues away?" <laughs> oh God! Read it again. How long should I sit on the loo to chase these Tuesday blues away? (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kids your dad somewhere on the (laughs) team. Keep your heart, three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart, three stacks, keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart, three stacks, these girls are smart. Play your part. <laughs> <laughs>